evening, everybody, and welcome to the Fantasy Group Book Club brought to you by Accessible World. Once again, we are trying our new format. Um, we hope downloaders and listeners who are not members enjoy it. Feedback to Accessible World would be appreciated. Also, you can email uh, me. My email address is on the um, the blurb that goes out with the fantasy list info every month. So, um, I guess I'll start. Um, the book, I was going to pick another book, but I didn't like that as much. So I picked, I'm back to Guinevere, goodness, Queen Guinevere. But this one's more interesting because it starts before she gets involved with Arthur. So I thought that was fun. It's called Child of Destiny by Nicole Evelina. And it's available on Audible. I don't think it's on Bard. It's probably on Bookshare, but I need to renew my subscription. So fun, fun. And I I just really liked it. It was fun because it started out, you know, when she was 10 and she's going to Avalon because she's uh, clairvoyant. So she has visions of the future and they're really interfering with her life. And But that's really the only fantasy element. Other than that, it's, straight-up historical fiction. Merlin isn't this, you know, wizard with crazy power. I mean, he's a druid at all, but he's not, like, you know, a magical wizard and stuff. And so, and, you know, other adventures happen, and I just thought it was a fun book. Great. Um, well, I read The Girl Who Drank the Moon. And hmm. would ask me the author, but I can't remember. Um, and it is uh, supposedly on the list for the um, Newbery Award uh, for cool. good children's books. So I figured it was worth reading, and um, it's on Bard, and I liked it because it was geared for children in the sense of the plot, okay? Uh, and the writing isn't that difficult to understand and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, like, good children's books everywhere. The theme was incredible, absolutely incredible, because the theme is... You know, how how do you deal with deception? How do you deal with uh, friends or relatives who betray you? And then how do you redeem yourself? Or how do they redeem themselves? Um, and the characters, uh, the the main character is the girl who drank the moon and the reason that she did this was because when she was a baby the the witch who took care of her um and I I won't go into the the plot thing about why the witch was was uh giving these babies away to um other people Babies were left in the woods, and they they were given away to other people. Um, And she took one of these little babies and 
um, adopted her. And mostly she um, would, in the first few days or so, give the, the, most of the other babies starlight to drink. And that made them, you know, very bright and very intelligent and all like that. Well, she did that for the girl, but she also gave her moonlight, which made it possible for her to have magical powers. So um, there's all the bit about uh, what are magical powers and how do they affect people and, you know, and so forth. And the whole basic theme is how do you deal with um you know you 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 are under a certain disillusion or under a certain illusion um that you think things are the way they are and you operate under that and then how do you deal with the reality when it finally comes and um you know this was this was the whole thing behind the behind the uh behind the book and i really I really liked it. I thought it was very good. Um, I like the narrator. I I like the characters, um, and I just had fun reading it. And as I say, I thought I ought to read it since it was the Newbery Award nominee or whatever the heck. And uh, I I just enjoyed it thoroughly. Well, I. Just uh, finished the uh, latest trilogy in the Valdemar series. It's called oh, Harold, I've read... Harold Spy. Ah, uh, yes. I'm reading yeah. volume three, which is <laughs> I the read latest like, one. Yeah, I read like almost the entire series for... There's a bunch of them. Well, it, if, if you... <laughs> read those, you know it's about, it kind of takes off after, if I'm understanding the timeline, the Collegium Chronicles series of five books. I right. think they're just just coming back from the cave system. And it involves somebody doing something to women in the court and spies and everything. I must admit that I didn't I haven't liked very many of the books as well as I did the first trilogy the Valdemar uh Arrow Arrows of the Queen series but I yeah, also I th- I think uh Marshall that that um I have found this to be true of many many authors they write brilliantly their first stuff and they um <laughs> they they make a lot of money and all that from their first stuff and of course they want to keep writing so they make more money and their later books are blah well i did reread almost the entire series over the past month i skipped the last herald mage cuz i didn't like the guy homosexual <laughs> hero in it Oh. But oh, I like you know, after, after you read them so much, you you get tired of them. Yeah. But she she wrote another series called The Elemental Masters. 
and those really are bad. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I used to read a bunch of them. They're not nearly as compelling as the Herald ones. I gave up on them after a while. So, and I, I think... think I might have read one of those Elemental Masters books. And oh, hey. It was, hi, yeah, guys, I'm here. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, it wasn't too bad, but it wasn't something that I went out seeking anything else of the series either. No, it, it seemed to me that there were things in the series, and then it was not in the series anymore. You know, it was it wasn't really. There were some books that were sequels to other books, but then there were some that are just something else altogether. Um, and the book I'm going to try to read for next month is called Ghost Talkers. It's about World War II and the British have developed a system using mediums to get intelligence from ghosts. Oh, now that sounds interesting. That does sound interesting. Um, Because I haven't, you know, I don't, I'm having a real hard time finding fantasy that I want to read. Ah, well, I can understand that. I I spent the rest of my time, uh, especially over the five days I had the galloping crud. Um, <laughs> when I feel like that, I want to read something I've already read. So I ended up reading the um, uh, the Deed of Paxanarian again. And then I went and read Oath of Fealty. Um, these are Elizabeth Moon. And so I've, I downloaded the other ones, but... I haven't gone back to them yet, but I, uh, you know, of course I thoroughly enjoy those, and it was interesting to reread them, because, you know, you get you get a totally different perspective when you reread something. And so that was that was interesting. So. Um, but I mainly I mainly reread the the deed of Paxinarian because I wanted something, you know, just kind of that I didn't have to think about, right? You know, because I was to, I was suffering from the galloping crud, and I just, uh, you know, I wanted something that I didn't have to really think about. Um, you know, it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to sand down the floors in my upstairs. I wore a path between my bedroom and the bathroom. You know, so I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> not really, but, but uh, you know, you, you know how it is when, when, you're, when you're feeling that way. You just want to read something that's just kind of comforting. Yeah. And you don't have yeah. to think about so, but and, I did really enjoy the girl who drank the moon. I have to say, Deb, what have you read? Well, I've read two books that are by the same author, um, and I was just going to try to find the author's name because I'm like you, I'm having amnesia when it comes to the name of the of the author. But um, somebody reviewed a book called uh, "Walk the Earth a Stranger" on DB Review. 
And I thought that was sounded pretty intriguing, and I read it, and I loved it. And it was it was not exactly a children's book. It's not quite young adult either, and it's sort of only marginally fantasy in that the woman, the girl who is the heroine of the story, has the ability to feel gold. And it is essentially, other than that, a story of this girl going to California to be in the uh, 49ers gold rush. And it was just really good. I mean, fabulously good. I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, And then I thought, well, dang, because this is like the first book in a trilogy. Well, the second book has been published, but it hasn't even been put on. It's not even in process at um, Bard, which devastated me. But it is available, I believe, on Audible. So there wasn't anything else of hers to read there. But then I looked, and there she has a whole other series that's long. And the first book in that series is called The Girl of Thorns and Fire, I believe is the right name. Oh, and yes. Fire and Thorns. Fire and Thorns, yes. Yes, didn't we try to read that? I think it was like a couple of years ago. It was probably before I started being in the group. Yeah, I think so, because I do remember um, that. Yeah. It was on Bookshare, I remember. Well, it wasn't bad. Um, It wasn't nearly as good as the other one, but it was very much more a fantasy. I mean, this girl was a princess in a sort of mythical place, and... It was good, and I enjoyed it, but it wasn't even close to as gripping as this other book was. And um, so, but that was um, read. It was one of the DBC books on Bard. And so um, I'm now anxiously awaiting the opportunity to read the second in the in the book about the girl from the gold rush, because that was just, you know, it was like I was just ready for the next book right then. And I don't think the third, there's a third one that's supposed to be available eventually, but it hasn't, I don't think it's been published yet. So, and Julia, I didn't hear the name of the book that you said that you read. That sounded really interesting to me too. I'm a real sucker for the Arian stuff. Daughter of Destiny, and the second one's been published. It's called Camelot's Queen. So it's going to be about pretty much the whole Arthurian thing. Then that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Audible. So knows that it's not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've never seen one that started out at the beginning. You know, I've seen ones that starts out with the mm-hmm. Arthur thing, but it was interesting to go back before. So does it start before she even comes to Camelot? Is that true? Yeah, it starts when she's basically, she's I think, 11 and goes to, or, yeah, goes to Avalon. Well, I'll have to look that up. 
Yeah, I hope it's on Bookshare. Or do you have Audible? Oh, it's, it's on Bookshare. And yeah, I don't have Audible stuff too. I don't. Okay, have well, they're stuff. both on Audible, so. Already getting ready to spend money on the, the second book in that Walk on Earth, a Stranger series. That was just uh, yes. Well, but, see, that's yeah. the trouble with Audible. You always have to spend money. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I, I wish that Bard would get the very last book in the Oath of Fealty uh, foursome. Uh-huh. Quadrilogy, quad, 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 <laughs> whatever it would be. <laughs> whatever you heck you call. There's five books on that one. There are, I think. Let's see. Oath of Fealty and uh, Kings of the North and Echoes of Betrayal and um, Crown of Renewal. That's four. That's four. Yeah, and the Deed of Pax and Arian is the the three books that came before, all about Pax. Okay. Hmm. And the narrator uh, of Oath of Fealty insisted on calling her Pax. You know, I know uh, it was so it's, funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, like, Pox and like was, smallpox and GERD like gastroacid reflux disease. Wonderful book. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I I really wish some of these narrators would read the books that came before if they're <laughs> yeah. going to continue a series. Isn't and, that interesting? It's like, hello. Yeah. Well, I saw I, there was the same thing in the Dragon Riders of Burn. Oh you yeah. Know, well, Ramoth and Nemeth, and then there was some guy that came along and started pronouncing them completely different. And I don't think they realize just how irritating that is. Yeah. yeah well, it is very. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And, uh, you know, I, I wish they wouldn't do that. And then, of course, you get these people who, I don't know, they they just do not screen narrators the way they used to. I mean, I'm reading along in this other book, some other book I'm reading. And all of a sudden, this guy says, uh, no, she demurred. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm going... Oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I just, I stopped, and I, of course, the cat thinks I'm nuts. And I said, eat. You know, I said right out loud, you twit, it has two R's. It's demurred. It's not demurred. <laughs> and it's like, jeez. I don't I remember don't know the where name. where they get but... these narrators. I don't remember the name of the narrator, but there's one male narrator that before he starts to talk, he goes, <gasps> and then starts oh, no. to talk, and then, <gasps> and, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. It's like well, he that's has not to, good. It like, it's like he has to get everything out in one breath, and he doesn't have enough breath left oh, from wow. the other one, but it's, you know. I gave up on a book with this narrator because I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> Every time he gasped, it drove me crazy. Well, I, I hate to laugh, but maybe, you know, maybe he's got uh, COPD or something. Maybe. <laughs> or but, asthma or something, and he was having a bad day. But my Yeah, dear. whatever. Oh, boy. There's this one wow. narrator in this cooking, microwave cooking thing, and 
Instead of saying shallots, she said shallots. Well, now, people do call call shallots shallots sometimes. Yeah, some but, people do call them shallots. Yeah, oh, really? Shallots. They are shallots. <laughs> well, you I know, it's... shallot it, was it's a the... guy that crit- critiqued <laughs> movies. <laughs> well, you well, know, it's like this friend of mine... It's like this friend of mine who is originally from somewhere below the Mason-Dixon line. I forget where. Virginia, maybe, or, you know, North Carolina, somewhere. And she came up to Rochester. You know, she got married, and she came up here, and she couldn't figure out why people kept talking about pecans. (laughs) Because pecans down south means something totally different than than what you would think. You know, and and that she finally realized people were talking about pecans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it just depends on where you're from, I guess. But I, that was just terrible. No, she demurred. Uh, <laughs> Which no, isn't no, no. even really a word. I mean, you know, it's like. Well, you know, I'm I'm beginning. Given the fact that people aren't reading as much anymore. I'm beginning to wonder if uh, we're going to run out of human readers. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I hope not. No, I hope not. Or, but at least, just, at least you can. You, at least, you, at least if it's a computer reader, you could call up Bard and say, "Would you please tell the computer to say demurred if it has two R's?" Yeah, right. Yes. Oh, and that always just like it jars me out of things so hard that I'll sit there and fume about it for five minutes. Oh, I know. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's better than a couple of readers I've had. There was one guy that used to do Scientific American for Associated Services for the Blind, and he was a sleeping pill. Oh, dear. He'd, He'd start reading... And this is in the middle of the day at work because I could listen and work at the same time at that point, and he'd put me to sleep. Oh, dear. Well, oh no. And I'm having the same trouble with the Peter Hamilton science fiction book. Um, I haven't gotten out of the first chapter yet. Oh, no. I call them sleeping pill books, and in fact, I've got a couple that I use for exactly that purpose. <laughs> they put me to sleep. Oh my gosh! And Peter oh. F. Hamilton is a good writer, so it must well, be bad. I haven't, I haven't found him that good. I'm, I'm, at least I don't particularly like his writing. Um, well, now, the, I, I speak after having read one book that I liked. So, but the one well, book I haven't, I have. I haven't found any, but the other problem is they're so long. Yeah, that's true. Now, refresh my memory, uh, Marshall. What does Hamilton write? Science fiction. Yeah, I know, but what books? Oh, there's the Commonwealth. Um, I can't remember whether it's a trilogy or something more. There's the Void Trilogy. Okay. He wrote something yeah. called 
um, Pandora's Star and a sequel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Judas yeah, yeah. something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've read his stuff. It's okay. I I wouldn't call it, you know, stellar or anything, but it's okay. So, well, yeah, none of those are the ones that I've read, and I cannot remember the name of it. It was, but it was, the one that I have read was, I thought was pretty good. But it was um, a standalone book, I think, and I don't remember the name of it. But now, I think we read it in the science fiction club. But it there was, were two. Pandora's Star was one of them, and the other was Judas something. Oh. And I don't remember that one. Didn't he also write one about the the bowl-shaped starship? I don't think so. I think that was somebody else. Well, well I tried was. to read Solar Express or whatever the heck, and I couldn't get into it. Maybe it was the the narrator, but uh, this modest. Somebody modest. Oh, that guy. I e modest or whatever. L e modest. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to read, what was it, something about the spell song cycle, but I think it was like, I don't know, book four or five or something, and they hadn't, mm. you know, you know those books where you have to start at the beginning, so I came into it and was like, okay, how are they doing this, and I hate it when authors do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, now I understand. Yep, well, that's been about my fantasy for the, for the, uh, for the month, although I am in the middle of this Voldemort thing, the last in the trilogy, apparently. Um, but well, it does not, sound not, interesting. The one, not the Voldemort, one about the, the, Fieldy. What's that? You said Voldemort, and you're reading the. I thought you were reading the Oath of Fieldy. No, I'm reading the Voldemort thing. I'm reading the last one. Oh. You know the the last one in that uh, the Thieves trilogy or whatever the heck. Uh, yeah. Trilogy closer to the. Closer to the chest or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I started with, and then I went back and read most of the other ones. Right. Well, I may go back. I don't know. I'll see. But uh, um, at the moment, that's what I'm doing. But, yeah, I, I did finish Oath of Fealty. Um, and I don't know if I'll read the, the uh, other parts of the thing, because they tend to be very long, like 17, 18 hours. And a lot of it's politics. And, you know. Oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah, I just kind of... Well, you should, if you want politics, just turn on the TV set. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, God. Great. I, as I said, Marshall, I'm so glad I'm talking to you guys. And I and I have an excuse for not spending time with it. Well, the TV's getting so bad over here. I'm watching shows on the Weather Channel. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Don't you even get Me TV? We do get that one, but the oh. shows are the shows on the Weather Channel that I like are kind of interesting. Um, in fact, it there's one on. Oh, I don't know if it's the Science Channel or what called What in the World, but it's about things they see from satellites. 
Oh. And this one I'm kind of interested in because they're talking about a a submarine in North Korea. And I've been a little interested in North Korea since they seem to have assassinated somebody. Oh, that's right. Uh, Yeah. And in a very interesting way, too. Yeah. Um, That's nerve gas. That's what novels are made of. Um, Yeah. So... Well, it's better than the Russians. Well, the Russians po- poisoned one guy with ricin. Oh yeah. By stabbing him with oh my God, but yeah, with an umbrella, right? Yes. And then they poisoned another guy by putting polonium, which is radioactive, in his tea. Ooh, jeez. Oh. Well, um, I'm I'm glad I'm not rich and famous, <laughs> so nobody cares about me. Seriously. Yeah. Well. Well, um, I guess I probably should get out of here. And gotta, you did see Apprentice in Death on Book sh- or on Bard, didn't you? Yes. Gosh, right. she's still writing those. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. Actually, there are two of them. uh, Apprentice in Death and Echoes in Death, which isn't on Bard yet. Okay. But uh, I I read a couple of hers and I just decided, no, thank you. Same after a while, they get boring. Right. Not to me. I'm I'm hooked on them. Oh well. I may go back and reread them. All forty-three of them. Whatever floats your boat. I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, I found this this uh, Valdemar thing, and I I was just about to go back and reread Pawn of Prophecy because I just was so bored with everything, all the new stuff, and I just thought, oh, let's do that, and I haven't done that yet. It Are hasn't you talking about that it? bad? I went back and reread the David Eddings books. Yeah, well, the that's what I say. And the Pawn of Prophecy, yes. Yeah, but um, and that's what I was thinking about when Julia mentioned it last time. Magician's pawn. That's I. That's why I was thinking of pawn of prophecy. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, ma- magicians gambit. Gambit. Yeah, that's one of the other books. But there's also in the Valdemar series. There's one called Magician's Pawn. Or magic, magic, magic's pawn, magic's price, and magic's promise. Right. Okay. So a right. well. mate that you skipped because you don't like the gay guy. Yeah. Right. Oh well. Well, I'm going to get out of here. If uh, we're well, we don't have to choose another book for next month, which is a good thing. That is because every, everybody brings their own book. This is fun. Yep. I saw a book, actually, about two weeks ago on Bard, and I wish I could remember what it was. But it was one of these things that took place in England with magic, you know, in the 1800s. Those are always fun. And it sounded interesting, and I cannot for the life of me remember the title. Um, Well, well, new editions go back 30 days. Yeah. I'll try that. 
Yeah, I may try that tomorrow. Because um, it sounded interesting. As does this. You don't remember enough about it even to... No, all I remember, it had something to do with a a witch and a guy that came that was teaching at a school, and this guy came in, and he was anti-witch, and that's about all I can remember. So, well, it sounds like hmm. the beginnings of a good novel. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound bad. Um... So anyway, maybe I'll turn on and see if I can stand Trumpy Dumpty. Oh, oh please. Okay. I'm going back to Voldemort. I or yeah. email or something. I'm not I'm, I don't even I don't even want to hear his voice. When I hear his voice, it's like uh, you know, a nail on a chalkboard. It's just, <laughs> Oh, yuck. Well, <laughs> I'm just interested in how many things he can come up with that aren't true. Oh my gosh! Did you did you notice on on a couple of evenings when they were talking about all this and and uh, they ended up the CBS evening news with this is true news. <laughs> well, did you did you hear seven one two eight three two eight three three zero pin three four two two seven three one. Pound sign.